And this is In The Loop, where we keep you up to date with all the latest sports topics. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Dabs. What's up? Yeah, and we're just here to recap the first couple games of the finals and give our thoughts and update y'all on our predictions and how those are going. So let's kick it off with game one. Um, I'll do spec game one to go. And are you surprised by the result? Uh, I kind of have Bucks winning that first game by at least eight points. But I think that's the prediction I made, Bucks by eight. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely wrong. I mean, I don't know what's going on right now. I can't. Was that with Let's just get without Giannis? Uh, this is no, this was with Giannis. Okay. But without, I mean, I, it was a toss up, but he ended up playing anyway. So, okay. But uh, I don't know what's up with Middleton and Drew right now. It seems pretty on brand for them. They haven't been playing the best at the way games. I just I don't I don't get it. Like yeah. Drew's been playing like absolute garbage on both sides. Oh, actually, it should be no reason why somebody who's 36, 37, however old he is, why is he just blown by you? And you're first, you're literally first team all defense. Yeah. Did he make first team this year? He did. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And uh, he's not playing like a first team defender. Nah. He has to. He has to spend a lot more time on Chris Paul. I think. I think he's not doing enough uh, to take him off his game, get him off his spot. I think. I'm trying to think. I think Giannis should guard Chris Paul. Would that be bad? Uh, well, let's say Chris Paul blows by him. What are your options back there? Well, Giannis is better recovering than Drew. Giannis has the height and the length to recover a lot better than Drew Holiday. Okay. That's a fair point. So you're going to sick Giannis on on Chris Paul? So is Dever Booker just going to – no, Drew goes on Devin Booker. Okay. So, I mean, well, I'm sure we both know that Giannis isn't going to spend the Yeah, but I, I think the, the problem right now in this series is Chris Paul. It's not even it's not even Devin Booker so much because the thing about the Suns is just everybody's contributing. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul makes everybody's job easier on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick of seeing the Bucks miss defensive rotations, giving up wide open three. Should be no reason why Mikael Bridges has like 19 points. Should be no reason why Cam Johnson's almost perfect from three. 
like something has to something has to give something like so, something has to happen and the thing about it is i don't think mike's gonna make any adjustments i really don't because the adjustment i would have been made is literally just put brooke lopez on the bench and don't let him play the same time that chris paul is on the floor because he doesn't step, doesn't hedge. He literally just sits back there. Can't even say he's protecting the paint because the first game, Aiden had like 20 and 19. He's getting out-rebounded. Yeah, he's getting one, outplayed. Game one. Game one. He's Brooke getting he's, definitely bad on defense. Yeah, like defensively was terrible. No, Not rebounding. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but this kind of looks similar to. Actually, I can't even say that. That would be dragging. But no, he being a fan of Giannis, I could understand what LeBron goes through. Honestly, funny you say that. That's funny. It it is because. This man dropped 42 and 12 and went 10 for 16 with no jump shot. He was getting to the line. His three free throws were shaky. We know it was shaky, but second half, he started consistently making them. Yeah, he had a great. He was getting to the line, making his free throws. What did you say? I say, yeah, he was getting he, – he had that huge third quarter where he scored 20 in game two. Yeah, and consistently, uh, I don't know. But as far as Middleton, I think Middleton went like five for 17 and Drew went like five for – I don't know. I think Middleton ended the game with 11 and Drew ended with like 12 or 13, something like that. So, I mean, right now, and the crazy part is, like, Drew is beating them, like, off the ball. Like, he's beating them off the dribble. It, he's just not making his shots. Simple layups. Simple layups. Missing. Putting too much on it. I don't, I don't, I just don't know what it is, but this is. I, I can't say I'm surprised by how Chris Middleton is playing. You know how I feel about Chris Middleton. He's the best. He's the second best inconsistent player I've ever seen. Who's first? PG. Like, Middleton has a a great skill set. Like, actually watching him play, he's actually a, a decent scorer. Yeah, he's decent everything. He's a decent everything guy. He's just not. Uh, superstar talent, which is fine, but he just you know, but it's you like know he, which one you're gonna get for the night. That's the thing. He has to play like an all star in order for him or the Bucks to. I'm gonna be honest. There's a there's a really good chance that the Bucks might get swept. I'm not buying this season. I'm I'm not. I don't want to buy it. But if Middleton and Drew keep playing like this, then. It might go four or five. Yeah. 
I'm not buying a sweep at all. I think they're gonna. I, I think I think Milwaukee game game three, and they're gonna they're gonna snag game three. I'm not really. Worried I think about I three. think they might if they don't take game three, then it's over. Oh yeah, I think. I mean, I have the Suns winning, so I have it over regardless. But yeah, you got Suns winning the finals. Yeah. And what seven? I said six. I have Bucks winning in six. I said Bucks should. I mean, I I think on paper Bucks should win, but I had the Suns winning. Yeah, they seem like a team of destiny. They seem like they just they're just meant to win this season. Problems right now is just Middleton, Drew Holiday, and defensive rotations. I'm not a fan of Jeff Teague minutes. I don't know why Jeff Teague, he hasn't gotten minutes the whole playoffs. Yeah, I don't know why he's playing. So why is he playing in the NBA Finals? I don't know. I think it's problematic, though. I wouldn't say problematic. I just I, – I didn't see him not one series yeah. on the floor for a good amount of time. And he's on the floor now. Yeah, here he is. Good job, Mike. <laughs> like you call him by a first name, like you know the nigga Bailey. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, he's totally he's to he's a really bad coach. I wouldn't say really bad. He's bad. He's, he's just vastly overrated, in my opinion. It's like a white Doc Rivers. I would say that's accurate. They don't make no adjustments. They just go out there and play your best. Rely, yeah, rely on the talent. Yeah. Yeah, you can't know. Like talent still has to be coached. It does. I agree. Like that. That's why coaching players is 50-50 or 60-40. I think coaches are I think coaches are just important as players because I mean you see that. Like in a way, Monty Williams kinda outcoached everybody. Yep. For the most part. Yep. I agree. I think Mike made it off pure talent. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is coaching and a lot of that is just injuries. Everyone went through injured teams. So this is the thing. Even with the Nets, he still did a terrible job coaching. And he kinda this is the thing. Steve Nash isn't really that good of a coach, but it's his first year. Yeah, it's first year. So I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I feel like if Mike made the right adjustments for that net series, instead of just letting them play, I feel like they could have won that series a lot earlier than they were supposed to. How many games are there? Um, maybe five or six. I know it's the Nets, but they what had Harden on it. Huh? What adjustments do you think he should have made? Uh, Don't really think there was too many adjustments for him to make. I think that was kind of the, the tough part about it. You said what? I said, I don't really think there were too many adjustments for him to make. I mean, you, it's pretty much just a, a straightforward battle. Two of the players are really injured and you just got to neutralize one of them. It's pretty straightforward. 
Well, Harden had a hamstring. KD was, you know, yeah. being KD. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of what I just how handicapped they were. I really think it should have ended a lot sooner than that. I think it's seven th- six. I don't think it's just, seven. If he would have, I don't know though. I can't say it though because I don't know what he could have changed if I was him. And I guess. Yeah. Oh. It's just more so dealing with KD. Yeah. You honestly, you should have put Giannis on him, but. Well, Giannis said he's gonna guide KD and ended up not happy. I feel like, but I feel like coaching stopped that. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure Giannis has the, you know, the say mm-hmm. on the team. Giannis is like, I, as good of a defender as Giannis is, he's not the type of dude to just like be like, all right, I want that nigga. Put me on him though. He's not that type of guy. But he has the he has the physique, like he has yeah. everything you kind of want in a defender. Yeah, he has the tools too, for sure. I agree. And I mean, he made first team all defense again this year. Yeah, I agree. He's just not that guy mentality wise on defense. He's not going to push people aside and be I, like, "Get the fuck I out think of my he, way." I think he could. I think he can do it though. He can, but he doesn't. And I think that's coaching. Yeah, it is coaching. Because, I mean, huh? I say it's coaching in him. I say it's 50 50. Yeah, but who knows? Just, just. PJ Tucker is a good defender, though. But Devin Booker got off last night. Sure did. He dropped, what, 31? That was his best game in a while. Yeah, that was his best game since. Game two against the Clippers, in my opinion. No, uh, didn't he play bad game two? Nah, game one he had thirty seven. That's when PG had the thirty seven two. Game two he had thirty two or thirty three. And then after that it was quiet. He didn't have a good rest of the series. Oh okay. Yeah, honestly, Chris Paul and Devin Booker didn't have great series against Clippers. Yeah, like I don't know. Some the Suns are just a weird ass team. Yeah. Like they're one of the teams where like of course if everyone was fully healthy, they probably wouldn't be there, but I mean they they have they have it going. They gelled as a team, so Miami Heat. It's kind of just like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Miami Heat. This, I'm getting Miami Heat vibes from like last year. Miami Heat esque. Yeah. yeah, but basketball. I just feel like if Giannis loses the series, I mean, he kind of gonna get the LeBron treatment, and players are more so gonna look at. I mean, not players. People are gonna more so look at him like, oh, well, you didn't do this. You didn't do that, but I don't know, man. That's superstar treatment for you. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, not really, because everybody giving KD a pat on the back. Yeah, but people have shit on KD before when he lost, when he blew the lead against Golden State. Uh, honestly, in his whole career, KD got shit on once. What was that? 
What I just said. And that was what that was the Warriors series. You said that, right? Yeah, when he when he blew the lead. Yeah, he blew. Well, that's yeah. it. I mean, what nothing else. else. He, what else has he done? He's gone to the finals a lot earlier. Um, I think he's either gone to the finals or been injured. Yeah, he went. I know he played the Heat in like 20, 2012, right? Yeah. 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 He hasn't really done much else where you could just like look at him and be like, oh, he shit the bed, though. So the one time makes sense. I think. Yeah. I think I think that people who watch the game know that Giannis isn't going to fully be the reason that the team loses. Clearly. Like that's not unless you don't have fucking eyes, you would say that. But just it's just the way that the league is. You're gonna get some win, whether it's warranted or not. So it's whatever. Just how I feel. And the thing is, he's gonna have great finals numbers. Yeah. But but a L, maybe. Yeah. Let's just hope. Let's yeah. just hope. Yeah. What if they just win four in a row? If 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 Bush just win four in a row, or I think CP three gonna get that slander bad. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And honestly, people might take him out top five. I mean, I still wouldn't, but I'm sure some people would. I mean, there's people that think Steve Nash is better. I've heard that before. Not crazy. I still Actually, once had I once by in my PlayStation party I've been, they think Jason Kidd is better than Chris Paul. Uh, I can see a case. I still would strongly disagree. a case. Yeah, I can see a case. It's not a case, bro. You don't think so? Not at all. Why not? Like, kids sing two finals, correct? Mm-hmm. But I think Chris Paul's skill set is better. His yeah. value is better. Oh, uh, the value gets a little weird with Jason Kidd because it's like, I mean, he did make two finals. He did see two finals, but the the competition wasn't really, you know. Play you play. People say that all the time. I mean, yeah, there. but competition competition does matter. It does. People add like it, you can hop in a time machine and change errors too. Trying to figure out what what good team did they play? I think it was the they beat the Pistons, right? I don't even know their run offense. Or some something like that. I don't know. It was a weird yeah I, I didn't even care to look it up to be honest. But yeah, I think Chris Paul, if you're just talking skill set-wise amongst point guards all the time, I think he might be the most skilled, but that's not really saying much about where he places. He's more skilled than he's more skilled than Curry. I think he does everything in very well on that court. There's nothing that he does bad. He does Over Curry. Bad. He's more skilled than Curry? On both sides. Yes. Defensively, I can hear that, but offensively, I'm not buying it. Total package, he's the most skilled point guard ever, in my opinion. 
he's talking about you need a mid-range, he shoots that above 50%. I mean, he's going to give that to you. If you need someone to drive through seven-footers and get a tough layup, he can do that. If you need someone to knock down some threes, he can do that at an above-average clip. If you need someone to play defense, very good defense, and be pesky, he can do that. Like, not too many point guards could do it on both sides, if you think about it. Like he can. I hear you. I hear you. That's my thing. But. But that doesn't make him, like, the best of all time. That's my point. I don't. Or even top three, for that matter. Do you have him in your top three? No, I have him top five. Who's your top three? Top three is Magic, Steph, IT. Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gotta respect him. He's the only person to beat Magic, Jordan, and Bird. That and he he was the leader of two rings. And his numbers are actually quite good in the playoffs and regular season. Gotta put him up there. I'm I, I I'm gonna look more into IT. I watched the 30 for 30, but that's really all I know about Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. I don't know his numbers or whatever the case may be. And he won back to back as well, right? Uh I think it so. was. Yeah, it was back to back. Yep, yep, yep. I want to say 83, 84. So I that's a I've never heard that before. Yeah. I see. Isaiah Thomas. Then you get to like Stockton. Stockton has to be up there. He has to be top five. But I think Stockton's better than IT. Because of the assists? Not only that, Stockton's also all time leader in steals. Steals, yeah. Like he's a a two way player. Not only that, his level of consistency and he's an Iron Man. Yeah. I, I could hear him for top three. That's not crazy. Honestly, if he didn't run into Jordan, he probably would have two rings. Yeah. So it would kind of, it would kind of, based on his numbers and if he was to get those two rings, I think he would have better numbers than Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I don't know about better numbers, maybe better legacy. I don't know. I have. I have Stockton three, and I have Chris Paul four. Okay. And five, I have Isaiah. Wait, no, Steve Nash. Okay. Yeah. Steve yeah. But I can see that. Not mad. This finals is very interesting. Because both teams benefited off injuries, but now I think it's more so who can execute better. And it's the Suns, obviously. Yeah, the Suns have been. Uh, I, I, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the first game that they played. I think that they didn't play the best, but this past this game last night they played well. So. Yep, it was just sparking. Yeah, yeah they were. And, and the shots looked good, good too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
don't know. I, I still got, I feel like people are falling into this trap where teams lose and they're like, oh, it's going to be a sweep. It's never a sweep. People always say sweep and it never is a sweep. So I got Milwaukee winning game three pretty easily. Game four, I don't know who's going to win. I think game, I think Bucks win game three easily. Game four, it'll be close, but I think Bucks will beat when that. I think they're going to, I think Bucks are going to tie it up to two. Okay. Not too crazy. Happen. Yeah, happen Bucks have the team to, to win three or four in a row. They do, for sure. So I don't see why they can't. Mm. I think Middleton will have a good game next game. And I think Drew will have a good game, game four. Mm. Why not game three? I don't know. He's in like a weird funk right now. Yeah, yeah I don't know what that's about. So, and they just gave my man the bread. Who? They gave him a max contract. Oh, Drew. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot he got that. Damn. So. Yikes! That is a. Uh... Got his chatter, and now he playing like just. Garbage. Yeah, any old body. So you're going to put respect on DeAndre Eight name a little bit more now? I still don't think he's top five big. The, like, that's the thing big. is with him. But he's very good. He's surprised. I think it's good. more so CP3. He's been doing some things on his own. I don't know. I don't know if that's all CP3. Honestly. I don't know how I feel about Aiden. I mean, he's good, but I I really think it's because of CP3. He's been out-muscling niggas for the majority of the playoffs. You said what? I said he's been out muscling niggas for the majority of the playoffs. He's a very I don't good get out because he looked kind of frail. Yeah, he does. He must have like that old man, like country boy strength or some shit. Cause you said what? I said he must have that country boy strength or some shit because he be <laughs> he be muscling niggas down there. Where is he from? I don't even know. Okay. <sighs> Phoenix, I think, benefits from the fact that they have someone who's rising. Like, we're seeing the rise of Devin Booker. And, like, everyone is so young that the primes are just, like, they're, they're conversion at the right time. Everything is falling into place for them. So, like, a, like I said, they're a team of destiny. Can't really do shit about it. They've been in the three great teams yep. who had injuries. That's like I wanted them to beat the Lakers, but that's because I thought it would be funny, you know. Until they but, beat your favorite team, then it's like, damn, these niggas really might go far. Well, no, nah, Celtics is my favorite team still, but they finna beat my favorite. They beat my favorite players, PG, Kawhi. I mean, if Kawhi was in that series, there's no possible way they're winning. Like, I would have the Clippers winning for sure. 
Yeah, I no. But they barely beat the Clippers and Quad wasn't there. Like, I can't stress that enough. So, I don't understand what's going on with the Bucks. They're just missing shots. Easy shots at that. Yeah. Shots they normally make. Yeah, they've been shooting bad from three, too. They're a good three-point shooting team. They're exactly. They're, like, I think they're top five. Yeah, and Phoenix shot 50% from three in game two, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know why. That's they must not, they must not be closing out well enough or some shit, because that should not be happening. <sighs> Yo, I don't know why I'm so tired. This is just weather, bro. You just wake up from a nap or something? No, I've been up, but it's just, just like weather is like killing me. It's dreary. So let's revisit the conversation that you had yesterday about Giannis being a superstar. Do you feel like people are going to bring that up if he loses? No, it's coming. He already has a better resume than most all-time players, okay? For his career, he's averaging 29 and 5 right now. Those are good numbers. My thing is, no, there's not one player ever ever in basketball's history who has not been a superstar and has gotten MVP. Not only that, back-to-back MVPs with a defensive player of the year. I think he's been first team like the past couple years, mm-hmm. all NBA. I got to think about that. Who's ever, you're saying, no player who's ever won an MVP has not been a superstar. Please give me a player that's that. not a superstar that won MVP. God, think. Let me go through this. I'm sure I can find. Let's see list of MVPs. I'll go through the list with you. All right. So we'll start from, let's start from like 80. The 80s? Yeah, let's do 80s until now. Okay, you got Kareem, superstar. Irving, Uh superstar. Moses, back-to-back, superstar. Mm -hmm. Bird, three years in a row. Magic, Magic, MJ. Magic, Magic, MJ, MJ. Barkley was a superstar. Mm Mm-hmm. Hakeem, superstar. David Robinson, superstar. Michael Jordan, Carl Malone, superstar. MJ again, Carl Malone, Shaq, AI, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Steve Nash, Dirk, Kobe, Derrick Rose. Was Dirk a superstar though? Dirk is a superstar, yes, without a doubt. Was he a superstar in 06? Yes. I don't know about that. He averaged 24, 8, and 3. I don't know if he's a superstar in 06. And what what was it? I think that's when Dallas was like a number one seed or something like that. I'm about to look at it. They went to the finals. Yeah, that's. No, that that was the year they went to the finals. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, 05, 06 was when Wade beat Dallas, I think. 
Let me go look at the NBA standings. 2006. NBA. Yeah, yeah number one seed. Yeah, the Heat beat Dallas. So the year after, you're saying that the, Dirk was a superstar. They went 67 and 15, Jeremy. Does that make you a superstar? What do you mean? You're leading the team. Okay, we know the narrative that they give to people. Let me see. I feel like it takes a lot more than having a good record to be a superstar of the league. It, but he had the most wins in, like, in the season with the, better than any team. I think there's a difference between top players and superstars, though. I don't know if he was a superstar in the league. You don't think he was a superstar a year after he went to the finals? I don't think so. I might have to look you, through a list of top players, but I don't think he was a superstar. Are, are you trying to create an argument? No, so that I I'm really wrong? don't. I, I really think he was a very good player. I don't think he was Okay, a so listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is what I'm going to do, okay? You said... You said 2006 to 2007. They went 67 and 15, and he averaged. He averaged 24, 8, and 3. Played 36 minutes. Shot 50, 40, 90. Okay. I don't even think that was his best season. I, I, I don't think he's a superstar. Jeremy, he shot 50, 40, 90. Averaging 24, 8, and 3. Okay. Let me ask you a question. After. Do you think that someone could, do you honestly in your heart of hearts, think that someone could be a superstar averaging under 25 points per game? Can you name one superstar who, who currently does it or has done that? I can't. I'm going to throw something at you, but I got to look before I speak. Because I don't want to sound crazy when I say this, because I'm thinking about it now. At the four position. Let me clarify. At the four position. At the four position, because I was definitely going to say, uh, what's the name? Paul George for Pacers. Paul George is a superstar, bro. Please don't. Yes. Are we serious right now? I don't think are he's we a superstar yet. Nah. Superstars is like very there are four superstars at most. Superstars is a different class. Okay, so you're talking about a superstar at the four position mm-hmm. that has averaged under 25, you said? Uh yeah. And is a definitive superstar. Tim Duncan. Okay. He averaged 25 once. And that was in 2001, 2002. Okay. Yeah, he's exceptional. Now, let me look at, because I also think he did the same thing. Yeah, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett never, Kevin Garnett never averaged over 25. Yeah. He definitely was a superstar. I don't know about that. Okay. Let me look at Charles Barkley. Where do you um? How do you qualify a superstar though? What's your what's the superstar to you? 
this is the thing. It's hard for me to sit here and say that Dirk's not a superstar because the year he won MVP, like I said, 24, 8, and 9. No, 8 and 3. Shot 50, 40, 90. Mm-hmm. And won 67 games. And was number one in the Western Conference. Okay. The year before, he went to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. I, so you're questioning that? Like, that's your question. I'm only questioning because I feel, again, I feel like to be a superstar in the league, you just, you need, you need more. Like, there's only, there's only a limited group of superstars, if you really think about it. There are very good players and there are superstars. There's four superstars right now. Everyone else just has really good numbers. Do you think there's four superstars in the league right now? I would say I would say four, maybe five. Yeah. And who are they? LeBron, KD, mm-hmm. Steph. I would say LeBron, KD, Steph. I would put Giannis in there. Four. And the fifth. Kawhi? Yeah, Kawhi. Damn it, that's about it. You don't think Dame was a superstar? No, no, I don't. I don't think Dame was a superstar. I think superstar, you got to earn superstar. I don't think it's just given to you because you put up 29. Now, can I ask you something? Based on what we've seen, now, I'm a fan of him, but I have to seriously ask you, you think Giannis is a superstar? You think he's earned that? I think he has simply off off of his accolades. So far, winning isn't everything for Superstar. I mean, it puts you there, but off of his. I mean, he has like what? He has three. He has three sixty win seasons. Yeah, he has everything. So I would say simply because of that, yes. Now a different conversation would be with that superstar. Can you, like, can they take a team to a different level? That's a whole different conversation. I mean, still TBA for Giannis. We don't. We don't know that yet. I think they can. But okay, yeah, I would slide Giannis in there. I would personally. I don't think it's definitive, but I would. Personally. But like, D- Dirk wasn't a superstar, bro. I don't think he was. He changed. He, he kind of changed the game for big men. Did he? Yes. What way? Bigs went shooting before him. Bigs was shooting maybe two, which is Tony Kukoc, and uh, I would say Kukoc more than him. Dirk is just off of Kukoc's branch. I could say more like Euro, like European playing style. He brought that to the league. Him and Monty. Jeremy. He averaged forty percent, bro. From three, yeah. So I'm saying he's the evolution of Kukoc. He's off of Kukoc's branch. I don't think when people think about what big changed how bigs play today, I don't think they say Tony Kukoc. I think they, they say Dirk. Because he was the first Euro big to actually be a stretch, so they should. It doesn't matter where he's from, first of all. Yes, it does. We're, we're talking we're talking skill set. Yes, it does. It totally does. When you talk about Does Dirk, Tony Kukoc does Tony Kukoc have a better skill set than Dirk? No. You can't you can't you're, you're misinterpreting my argument. I think that 
when you talk about players like Dirk, you can't talk about players like Dirk and say he changed the game without mentioning Kukoc. Kukoc is the very first one to do that. You ask any NBA player, look up interviews, they speak about Kukoc in that way. Like when Jordan then went to the Olympics to play Kukoc, he was the only nigga that they had to worry about. And then they ended up bringing him to the Bulls. And I mean, he changed the archetype for stretch forwards. Like he was huge. He's the first and only. And Dirk took it to the next level. So niggas should talk about him, but that's a media thing. Because niggas just don't know that. Okay, yeah, but people talk about Dirk because you said what? He took it to another level. Yeah, but that doesn't make you a superstar. Influence doesn't. I mean, well, influence does. I just lie. Influence does make you a superstar. But. So you don't think Dirk Nowinski, probably the best shooter at the stretch spot all time. I'll give you that. He was. Didn't influence how bigs play today? I didn't say he didn't influence. I just said people need to mention Kukoc as the first one to influence. Okay, but if Dirk is better at what Kukoc was doing, Mm -hmm. why would you talk about Kukoc? You just, I think you forget what you said. You said that, I said that he came off of Kukos' branch. Yeah, so but. Wait, 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 wait. This is what you first said. I'm, first I'm going said, based on what you said, though. No, but you first said he influenced how bigs play. And I said, Kukos, he came off of Kukos' branch. So really, Kukos laid the blueprint. He's the one who influenced. And Dirk influenced his future peers. But Kukos is the first known. That's how I said it. Not saying that Dirk wasn't influential. I'm saying Kukos is like no, but what I'm saying is I'm going based on what you said that if Dirk took it to another level, mm-hmm. why would you speak on Kukoc? I only did that because people aren't gonna said. go back what 30 years almost like 15 years, but I only said that because of what you said about influence. I don't think that he's the only person influenced. That was your case, that he was the only person okay. that I'm saying, I don't think that's the case. But I, I just don't know. The man led his team. Yeah. This is what I'll say. But Jason Kidd, the man led his team. A, a lot of people have led their teams to the finals. I don't think that makes okay. him a superstar. Though. In the Western Conference. Gary it's not Payton, easy. Gary, Gary Payton and uh, fucking Sean Kent led the Seattle Super Science to the finals. Okay, this Nobody is what I'm going to say that either of them are superstars. That's my this favorite. is what I'm going to do. I'm going to look. I'm going to look at that playoff run. Who? Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Actually, let me do this. Playoffs. Okay. I think he's very I think he's very good. I don't think he's a superstar though. I think he's a superstar. Okay. How can you think, think about it this way? There is never a superstar. There's not one superstar that is not like, how, how can I say this? If we pull up every position in basketball, point guard to center, mm-hmm. in the top five of every category, there's a superstar. There's not one person that's not a superstar. Dirt is a top five power forward all time. 
You can't give me one player on any top five list that's not a superstar. Uh, I think I think Dirk is that one. I'm not saying he's never been a superstar. I think you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I don't think he because he was a superstar around. I would say from 2008 to 2012, he was a superstar. But, but Jay, he made this. He made. Think he was. But he made the playoffs in 2006. And won MVP the next season, averaging 50, 40, 90. That's very nice. But Jay. I think for superstardom, he wasn't there yet. I think he put up better numbers from 08 to 2012, and he actually won. So I'm saying that, Once. yeah, he was a superstar. Earlier on, I don't <sighs> think he was a superstar. I truly don't. I think people throw around superstar a lot for things that really don't apply to it. Like not everyone in the world can be a superstar. And again, like take your team to the finals, that's a huge accomplishment, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a superstar. You could just be a very good player and have very good pieces around you. You know? I have to look at this playoff, run. Uh, By the way, if if um, I mean, yeah, Dirk is a top five power forward, but he's four or five. I think there's a, a defender. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Okay. Uh. <laughs> um. You listen to this? Mm. They swept the Grizzlies. Mm. Who were who was on the Grizzlies around that time? Was it Marcus All in them? In 05, 06? Uh, uh 06, 07. 06, oh wait, no. 07. Nah, that Grizzly team, I remember them being too good. I haven't Okay. To so I think this is the 06. This is the 06, yeah. Okay. Yep. So they they swept Dallas. I mean, they they swept Memphis. Mm-hmm. They beat the Spurs in seven. Okay. Then they beat the Suns in two. I mean, I'm sorry, in six. I think that Suns team had – I think that's the same team Kobe played. It had Nash, Jason Richardson, mm-hmm. Sean Marion. Amari Stoudemire, Leonardo Bobos. Like, it was a good roster, a really good roster. And I think that team had the number one offense that season as well with the seven seconds, Mike D'Antoni. Then he lost to the Heat. He won in six. Okay. But oh, six, oh, seven? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just reading you the 06, uh, the 05, 06 playoffs. Okay. But you're arguing like, for 0607, right? When he won. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The they, they beat oh. I think that's the year that they lost to that um we believe go to state team. Mm, that's crazy. With I think they had I think that's the year Jason Richardson went with Baron Davis, Matt Barnes, 
Let me see. Matt you Byrne. also got to factor in the fact that, like you said, they were a number one seed, too. Okay, yeah, they were number one seed. Yeah, they lost to the seed. Yeah, so. Uh, they lost in the first round, yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with MVP, but that definitely has something to do with being a superstar. So. But, I mean, this is the thing. Based off MVP, I mean, what was it? 24-8 and 3. 50-40-90. 67 wins. Nice season. But I, I do think I do think around that time from 06 to 2012, I think Dirk was a superstar. Better than me. I would give him the second half of that. I prefer. But yeah, I mean, in, in my eyes, there's never been not one superstar who didn't get MVP. So to sit here and say that Giannis isn't a superstar, this is the thing that people don't quite understand. Like I told you yesterday, I'm kind of upset with Steph Curry because he kind of changed the narrative of how basketball is played now. You need a jump shot to basically be good at basketball in today's league. But we have somebody like Giannis who averages almost 30 points for like the last two, three seasons with no jump shot. So you have to ask yourself, do you really need a jump shot? It's nice to have. I think you do. I think Giannis is the exception, not the rule. Okay, but this is the thing. I feel like if Ben Simmons had the same mentality that Giannis has, you can build around Ben Simmons. If, If Ben Simmons had the same mentality that Giannis had, when Ben Simmons, in a way, has kind of a better skill set than Giannis, I think he would be the player on the 76ers. Only because if he's able to play like Giannis, he's 6'10", mm-hmm. he can move. He's fast as fuck. Mm-hmm. He can get others involved in the game. And he plays defense at a high level. You would have to apply a lot of ifs for that, though. Yeah, I get that. But Embiid would kind of be able to play around that because of his skill set. But I feel like if Simmons was more aggressive, it would be more so Embiid playing off of Simmons. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, the rest of the team plays off of Simmons. Yeah, so so why – so? Why can't Embiid? I think if Simmons was more aggressive, I think mm-hmm. that team would. Yeah, it's an aggressive I'll, team. I agree. I'll probably they'll probably be in the finals if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but at least be competing. If, you know, like a jump shot. Like people tell me you need a jump shot, but I'm watching a man average thirty dunking. You rely a lot on averages. We gotta talk about that. Because, dude. Like, this is the thing. Numbers are the numbers. I get that. But if think about it this way if somebody is averaging 30 points in a season, Mm -hmm. not taking a jump shot, Mm -hmm. 
you have to ask yourself, is he dominant? Yes. He's not unstoppable, but it takes a whole team to defend him. That is somewhat kind of like impressive to me. It is impressive. I, I think that's what makes me like Giannis is that you can't put just one body on him. And even then, when you put more than one body on him, last couple of seasons, he wasn't aggressive after that. But now he, I think he just plays like, I kind of don't care who's in front of me. Like, I got to get my shots off. I got to do the best I can. Yes, Giannis lacks a bag. I understand that. Definitely. But Definitely. It, it's slowly coming together. Like, it's slowly coming. So we see him taking the post phase. We see him working on his post game, being, a, being more aggressive down low. I don't think Giannis should be a back-to-the-basket type of player. I don't think you should post Giannis up and have him play at the box. Because the fact that he's at to- at the top of the key, okay, yeah. he takes more rhythm shots at the mid-range. We saw him take a rhythm three. I don't like him at the top of the key at all. I, I, listen, I, I sometimes I, think, I, I don't either. Really, I, I really think that when people see him at the top of the key, they're like, oh, this is going to be – most likely this is going to be a waste of possession because we just know – But but this is the thing. He's going to drive and get back out or he's going to take an ill-time three. This is, this is why – is a lot more time to compose himself, gather what he's trying to do, and then move. I think when you put him at the top of the key, kind of let him have free reign, that's when mistakes happen. We've seen that. But when I see it, he probably either gets a layup, dunks, or goes to the line. Well, so is it a wasted possession? Yeah, well, it, that doesn't happen all the time, though, because you know that he likes to meddle and he takes uh, mid-range and bails the defense out when he takes it at the top of the key. When he gets yeah, it but- in the post, he at least gets to the line. That's a, a better percentage opportunity. But I feel like, but I feel like he gets to the line regardless. Not if he's taking jumpers at the top of the key, which we've seen him do. We don't really see him take. Think about it. Whenever he gets the ball in the post, he moves automatically. That's what people love about him. He doesn't really take. I mean, he might take a turnaround, which is bad. But most of his shots are like on that wing when he's at. Is it bad though? He's adding something to his game. It's it's bad. When everybody else in that damn court knows that that's not your your strong suit. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, but still, like, like he good. He's taking them, but when he like, takes them and is, how he takes them matters more than him taking them. This is the thing that impresses me about Giannis. That Nets series. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, he was kind of like toe-to-toe with KD. But even though KD was playing out of his mind, I feel like Giannis was doing enough to keep the Bucks in the series. He was on, he was on, he was playing well, and he was on the winning team. I think Kevin Durant was hands on the best player. Just raw looking at it, Kevin Durant was the best player on the court, period. But Giannis was oh. playing well enough to yeah, he was the best player on the court, but yeah. I feel like Giannis was like there. He was there for sure. Like just about yeah. almost. I'm not gonna say at the level because it's Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, but it's like 
he was basically saying, like, you feel me? I'm not going down like this. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. Because. So, to say that he's not a superstar. Like, somebody said to me. Uh, I think it was yesterday in the group chat. They said, would you build a team around Luca or Giannis? I don't think I could build a team around Luca. Uh, I think it's easier to build a team around Luca. I think it's easier to build a team around Giannis. Why do you think that? Luca's the better passer. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Porzingis is unhappy with his role at Dallas because of Luca. Wait, 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 there's Luca Luca's an amazing player, but I feel like he makes simple reads. Like when you watch him, when you watch Luca run the pick and roll, okay. Uh, Jeremy, what are you saying mm-mm for? Most of the time, he hits the roll, man. Regardless, Luca Doncic makes simple reads. Is essential. No, don't, no. Listen, it's not. Listen, I watched him play against the Clippers. Luka Maybe Doncic. it was because of the lineup. Maybe it was because of the lineup that Clippers was running. That wow, impressive. I mean. I feel like Porzingis should have been more involved in the game. And I and you have to kind of blame Luca. I think that most of that is coaching. I don't think it's coaching. I don't. Why? You have a seven footer out on the perimeter. How isn't that coaching? Cause what well, cause he has the skill set to play inside and outside. What do you mean? He shouldn't be standing out there though. That's coaching. That's purely coaching. That's not Luca saying get on the three point line. That's coaching. But when they run the pick and pops, Porzingis doesn't touch the ball. Porzingis can be wide open. Luca doesn't make that read. And miss. Dude, I would miss two. I would miss two if I'm uh I I, what do I call Porzingis? Is he an all-star? No. All-star talent, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he has all-star talent. I'd be mad too if I had all-star talent. I was taking six shots in the playoff game. I agree. But that's not Lucas. That's not wholly Lucas' fault. So you're blaming coaching as to why Porzingis isn't getting the ball? Yeah, that's not I mean, necessarily. You can't. But coaching has nothing to do with Porzingis not getting the ball. It's the play. No, wait, 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 wait. We got so down because Porzingis was getting the ball. It's not like he was just flat out not getting the ball. That's wrong. Whenever he got the ball, he would take ill by a shot. But that's a product of spacing. That's coaching. <sighs> and let's say you were right. Let's say it, it's solely because of Luca. That doesn't like okay. You have a someone who's frustrated with them. That means that you can't replace him and build a better team around him. Like I oh. think he has a better skill set suited to suited to succeed. Like, he just has the perfect skill set for it. So why doesn't, why can't he get past the first round? I mean, he's young. The team still has to grow. You don't just get it right away. I'm not saying he's Jesus, but I think skill set wise, 
Yes. Skill set wise, Luca's better than Giannis. Skill set wise, but overall player, I think Giannis is better. I agree. So I would yeah, take. I would build the team around Giannis. That's a different conversation. Better player and who you build a team around are two different conversations. I would still, regardless, Giannis is the better player. I don't so see I would, how you could watch Giannis and be like, yo, I would take this player building a team around them in today's league over someone who can shoot, who can not make – he doesn't just make easy <sighs> reads. He makes advanced reads at 21 years old. The nigga can barely drink. He is skip passing. He is dribbling between his legs. He's doing all types of shit. I don't see how you could look at the two players and be like, yo, give me the 6'10 guy who, granted, is dominant, but he doesn't have the bag – Offensively, total package wise, to really let's say, like, yo, yo, listen, you know? listen, like, listen. Let's cool. say Giannis was to have a, a, a bag with his size <sighs> and his skill set. I'm just saying, like, do you know, do you know how unstoppable he would be? I agree, but that's like me saying, if I have five more inches of height, I think I could bag Rihanna if we were in the same, <laughs> party. I really do. I think I could if I have five more inches. Rihanna would be on my head. Bro, listen. Bro. Giannis, if he had a skill set, like KD, Luka, whoever the case would be. He would be God. He would. He would. And he would be untouchable. Yeah. But, Jeremy, he's still kind of unstoppable in a way. Because you know you know what he's going to do. I can't say he's unstoppable. How, I can say he's gonna get his. Points, if it takes, uh, if it takes a full team mm-hmm. to guard you, you're unstoppable. No, I don't care. You just said that it takes a whole team. A whole team to stop him. You seen it? So Dude, it takes four to five people. It takes more people. That doesn't mean that he's unstoppable, right? Like he's still stoppable. It just takes more players. All I'm saying is he doesn't have. You really make me like, again, I don't dislike Giannis. I don't love him, but. It's like, but it's just like somebody who doesn't have a bag is averaging 30. I get it. I get it. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I do. I don't. You're putting a lot of stock into numbers. And at a certain point, when you're a superstar, the numbers are like, again, the numbers are cream. Bradley Beal is coming off of 230 plus point per game season. The numbers are cream, but when you talk about status in the league, there has to be more than numbers. Numbers carry you there. There has to be more. Simply it. Okay. Yeah. I still think Giannis is a superstar. I I would slide him in there, but if someone asked me, is he a for sure superstar? I would say no. I would say it's still arguable. Who, Giannis? Yeah, I would say it's still arguable. I would put him in there, but I wouldn't argue against someone who wouldn't. I think okay. superstars, yeah, I think the superstars are, I mean, the, the proven niggas, the niggas who have rings and are the guys. You think CP3 is a superstar? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's a hmm. superstar. I think he's a very valuable player. I think he's a very good player. I think he's a legendary point guard. I wouldn't say he's a superstar in today's league. No, I wouldn't okay. Be. I think there are friend superstars. Like I think Jokic is a friend. 
I think Embiid is a friend. I think they're a lot of friends, but not you feel me? Not Bron, Curry, and and Kawhi and KD. Those are the four. Those are the golden four. I put it like this: superstars are the niggas who like they can lose in a series, and you could be like, you know what? It's all right. They have a ring. Like they're still that guy. Just like we saw with KD, he's still that guy. He lost. He's still that guy. Kawhi, he's still that guy. He had that terrible. 3-1 3-1 lead that he blew, but niggas don't doubt Kawhi. They know who he is. Steph could, he got bounced. People still talk about Steph. Steph is Steph. Yeah, niggas don't care that Steph got yeah, bounced. Yeah, they don't care. He's a superstar. <laughs> it's what it is. So when you get to that level, then you're like, okay. You're special. That's just how I see it, though. That's but I don't think Giannis will ever get that treatment because, dude, a lot of people hate Giannis. Yeah. And I think they more so hate his skill set. And I think they hate that even without a skill set of other people in the league, he kind of still could do whatever the fuck he wants. Definitely. Still and people him. and people are actually like mad about that. But it's just like, how do you get mad about that but like Shaq? <laughs> like it's just a different league, man. I think it boils down to just a different league. Uh, yeah, because I mean I'm uh, that's kind of is I'm not gonna say that's who you can compare it to, but in a sense, I mean, kind of is like this generation, dominance wise, I would say he's this generation, dominance wise, yeah, yeah, he's just like uh, he's just like a different, different era, like it just looks different, man. But hey, who who knows, man? I, I just not, I don't really see a reason to hate on him, though. There's no reason to do that yet. But hmm. <laughs> niggas are gonna hate, bro. What can I say? So we both have Milwaukee winning Game Three and Game Four. Is, you have Milwaukee winning Game Four. I don't know who the fuck is gonna win Game Four. So uh, I think Bucks will tie series. Yeah, and then you have Bucks winning corner. No, 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 no. I think it'll go seven. Okay. And I don't know who's going to win. Okay. That's very fair. But if it doesn't go seven, then I'm going to just off myself. Because <laughs> I really want Giannis to win, man. Because you think about it, like, the, the league is a – I'm not going to say the league, but the casuals is against him, man. For some strange reason, I think it's both that don't really care for Giannis. I think it's the niggas who watch and the casuals. That's the funny part about it. Because it's just like all I've been seeing is all he do is dunk and all he do is this. Yeah. He true. can't make a he, he can't make a free throw. He airballs free throws, but niggas acting like the niggas they call the greatest of all time and make free throws. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, he's not, and what's he's the name? not really Luke? airbombed consecutively, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, Luke is not a good – what's the name either? Free throw free, shooter, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why these niggas can shoot limitless threes but can't make a free throw. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Well, not Giannis, but yeah. yeah. It's, just... it's tough out here for my boy. I still can't believe you're like a fan. I've never, I never thought that. Well, I could see you being a fan. Cause you, you would like a nigga like Giannis, but 
I never thought I think about it, bro. My favorite all time players are Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Hakeem Olajuwon, Rajan Rondo. <laughs> like, you see how I just go from, you see how I just go from MJ, Hakeem, Kawhi. Okay, Rondo. Yeah. First of all, Rondo for the Celtics. At the time, he was the best PG in the league. But we won't get into that conversation. You feel me? Because I think I you said who, Darren Williams? No, nah, it was definitely Chris Paul. It was easy, Chris Paul. Chris Rondo Paul was, was putting up. Until Steph Curry came and took his block. Rondo was putting up fucking crazy numbers. He was. He was up there. Playoff Rondo is a real thing. Except for this season. He was kind of. <laughs> I mean, he but, actually, at the point, Tyloo stopped playing yeah, but and then it goes Rondo, and then Giannis, Paul George. Yeah, I like these too. Those are like my six, like all time favorites. Like nigga, oh and Wade, oh and Clay. I love watching Clay. I don't know why. Yeah, you really like Clay. I like Clay, but you really because Clay's a fucking demon. Like, bro, Clay Thompson. I'm telling you, bro. If we still got on that bet, right? Warriors yeah. can be a top three seed. Yeah, it's crazy, but <sighs> the band about to get back together. The band, <laughs> like they the Beatles or some shit. Bro, <laughs> damn near. <laughs> they went seventy three and nine. Like, if you think about it, like, that team wasn't really all that. <laughs> like, like really think about it. They had the best bench in the league, right? At the time. Yeah, at the time they were. But looking back. But we can't forget, no. they were playing Clay with the second unit. Mm-hmm. And he was hooping. Hooping, man. Like. The man was a third option averaging 20 points. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like, that thing is insane. So, if you don't think he finna come back on shit, you think it's gonna be fucked up. This Clay Thompson. Game six, Clay. You know what really made me like Clay? When he was fucking spanking the Toronto Raptors. He was doing them niggas oh, yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah. And guess what's so funny about Clay? He don't really got a bag either. <laughs> yeah, he just he, developed one, really, dribbling wise. Yeah, yeah, like he don't really got a bag either. He just yeah. shoot, but the yeah, nigga give dude. you 30. Yeah. But the nigga gave you 60, 11 dribbles. Do you know how mad I would be if somebody beat me? In a 45 to an hour minute game, just shooting jump shots and got 60. Yeah, he put the ball on for 11 times. (laughs) Barely, though, like niggas dribble that, bro. bro, Niggas dribble that in one possession. Yeah, he might (laughs) just dribble three or four times in three possessions. You don't even know, honestly. Like, bro, like Clay's that nigga, bro. I don't care what nobody say, man. That hell. I ain't gonna lie, this is a crazy ass bet I got with you, but I ain't backing out. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really <laughs> I'm is. thinking about it now. It's like it, it is nuts, <laughs> but why not, right? You feel me? You only live once. Yeah, go big or go home, man. All right. Hey, well, if you happen to be right, you have 20 bones coming here. So. What was I gonna say? Uh, 
Sure. Are we watching the game at the what's the name tomorrow? Uh, Applebee's. No, Wait, cigar lounge. Oh, uh, the game is Sunday. Oh, it's Sunday. Yeah, you can still come by the cigar lounge. Oh no, yeah, I am. I am. All right, we're going to sign off, man. Um, this yeah. is the end of Loop. You can follow us on IG and Twitter at Loop Potty. Of course, we appreciate all the support. And if you want to hop on the podcast, just hit the DMs and let us know your thoughts and your hot takes. Spin dabs. Let's love. We out, man. See you guys next week. Peace.